tie. I'm loose. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm Hannah. Yeah. And I'm loose. And this is Rhyme. Okay. We're so curious. We're so curious. We want to learn. We love to talk. And connect. And listen. That's true. So here we are, listening to you. With a lot of questions. Yeah, we're lifelong learners. We want to know you. Let's run, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run, baby. Let's rhyme, baby. Hi, Diego. That has been such a long time. Wow, it's like seven years, maybe? It's, yeah, six, seven years. Yeah, seven years when we met in Mexico City. And That's six crazy. years. Oh, I saw you again. Yeah, I saw you again in Mexico City with Ivan. No, it, it's crazy how time flies. I mean, let's not get into that now. <laughs> very, very, very good. Yeah. yeah, let's start. Thank you. Just to start with that, like, thank you for joining us for our um, Rhyme podcast. Um, I mean, thank, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm happy to be here and glad to, to connect. I've heard so much about you from Luce for years now. So it's, it's nice to actually put a voice and face to the name. And we yeah, appreciate it. It's amazing. Are you, are you guys in Costa Rica or where are you now? I am in Costa Rica and Luz is arriving in two weeks. Now she's in Holland. Awesome. In Santa Teresa? No, Dominical. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And you're in Mexico? Yeah, I was, I was in Santa Teresa for a couple of months at the beginning of the year, but yeah, I'm now in Mexico City. Living there again. Diego, just if you wanted to... Let us know a little bit, introduce yourself, um, introduce yourself to who's going to be listening to our podcast to me. You know, I don't know that much about you. I know what Luz has told me. Yeah, um, that's great. Well, um, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm Diego. I'm, I'm going to be 34 years old very soon. Uh, I feel like I'm much younger. I feel like a young soul and I it's funny how you have to introduce yourself right like what, what is the first thing that comes to mind I mean I guess the basics would be what, what I've been doing I guess um, I'm Mexican uh, I've lived here most of my life I my the biggest project that I've had uh, lately is I had a sunglasses brand called Bamboo Life so I had that for around seven years and I think those seven years are the ones where I really grew and got to know myself. I always think that I really like not was born because I think that's a bit intense, but like really started to see life with different eyes around uh, when I was 25. And I think that's when I around when I started with this brand where I was like, okay, this is my life now. This is the moment where I take my own decisions and, and I get to decide what to do. Right. So I think that's why before what I studied and all that, I think it's like, it's not that relevant uh, for me now, but that was a really big project for me. Now I'm more into photography. Uh, that that project really took me into what is uh, photography. So 
I got into that a lot. And the last few years, I've been doing that most of the time. And this year, I launched uh, my first photo book. So I'm really excited about that because it's like this. I guess I get this really nice feeling every time I sell a book because it's just like it's like a part of you. It's not just like a product that we made with the purpose of maybe making some money. And now it's, it's like really, really personal. So that's happening. That's been happening on this year. So I think that will be my introduction. Nice. Congratulations on your book. That's really wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, like Diego, do you remember how we met uh, seven years ago? Do you remember that moment? Of course. How could I forget? <laughs> The way we met, I mean, I remember we met in in Mexico City. You were traveling like a full year of like sabbatical, getting to know the world. And I was really impressed. I was like, wow, that, that's crazy, right? Like, I think I've done trips where I'm like, yeah, I'll be out a month or two months. But I think the commitment or, of a whole year for me was like, it was, it was amazing. And the time we got to spend in Holbosch, I think it was great. I think... Still with Ivan, um, we remember it as such such a good week where we were just like happy, you know, like enjoying life, kite surfing. So, so it's it's a great memory, really. Yeah, uh, yeah, for me too, and for my cousin, I was traveling with my cousin um, at the time, and what I told Hannah about you, also about Ivan, but also about you, was that you made such a big impression on me too with your business and how you perceive life and the way you were uh, flowing uh, with the stuff that you were doing. I mean, you were taking photographs then too, right? But not because you wanted to be a photographer, but you were just doing that to create a brand, right? To show what you were selling. And, and it was not only a product you were selling, you were selling a lifestyle, right? Like like an idea, like connection with uh, something bigger than, than you were and than we are. So that, that made a very big impression on me. And what we are doing with Rhyme, like we are creating our brand too. And, and we talk a lot about what we admire within you, with each other. And that is that playfulness and that being so real with yourself and just figuring it out as you go along, as you walk through life. So this is for me a big reason to ask you, you know, like on this podcast um, to talk about that part. Um, Hannah, maybe you can tell a little bit about that from our perspective on from Rhyme. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Luz. So uh, Diego, and I don't know if you uh, heard or maybe you have like a little idea of what exactly Luz and I are up to where we have created this concept. It's really more of a concept and idea of, um, of experiences. So people think about a yoga retreat and uh, there's parts of our experience that are similar to a yoga retreat that we might know of already, but our experience, we want to offer people a little more depth and a little more um, accessibility into their inner work. So through 
various modalities, like we use Luce's expertise in, in talk therapy and hypnotherapy and group meditations, right? And she's so, so gifted through language um, and, and getting people to really think and be curious about their, their inner being and how they connect to the elements. And then my background is yoga, yoga therapy, breath, movement in the water, mindful movement in general. So we come together to have this experience where we can um, allow people to go in, um, then connect out. And one of our mottos or one thing that we say a lot within Rhyme is that we want to have people experience light work and deep play because it is work. And we have this word like inner work or personal development, and sometimes it can feel heavy or dark, right? And there can be times in life where that inner work is a little dark, but it doesn't have to be. It can also be light. And it's, you know, Luce's name means light, as you know, and she's the one that actually taught me this. This work can be light. There's a, there's an ease to it. There's a playfulness that we can have. And when we combine those two feelings, it can just be like, ah, like a little more accessible. Um, and so like to circle back around Luce saying that, meeting you seven years ago and seeing the way that you move through your life with so much purpose and ease. And she was always saying, yeah, he's just so playful. Like he's just living like, and experiencing with curiosity and it's led you here. Right. And um, so I think what we would love to hear from you about is how, how you practice that, how that rhymes for you, how you were able to, at age 25 and on, as you mentioned before, that was the time you have in your mind that things shifted for you, that you had like a lightness and a playfulness and maybe even like a letting go that led you to things aligning. You know, of course there's work involved always, um, but it's like more of a perspective that what that's what we're practicing. That's what we're offering. And that's what we'd love to hear uh, about from you as well. Awesome. Well, um, thanks for sharing. Yeah. I think, uh, um, I mean, it makes sense that we're like reconnecting. And I guess um, when we first met at that time in Hobosh, I think it was something that uh, we both clicked, right? I think maybe it was something we we're both kind of like looking for. And it was something we both, um, I guess, wanted for our lives. And I guess it's something that you didn't find so easily in, in everyday life or people... Um, that you meet maybe in like your friends from high school or your family friends or it's just like maybe sometimes you feel like you're not connecting so so us meeting at that place I think it made it made a lot of sense and for me it has always been like this um just like search for balance right in the end I guess we all have to to work and to do certain things you know to fit into like the the lifestyle that we're like supposed to be living but I guess in the end um it's all about the right right I guess that's one of the biggest lessons that I've, I've had and I think that's what what um you've seen where I know maybe it, maybe in the end we'll we're gonna be um, just a lot of people are gonna be measuring what they did with their achievements or their like oh what did you do right and even like the question it's like so introduce yourself and it's like, okay, I have to do like, give out my credentials. And for me, it's more of just 
did I get to enjoy that day, right? Or that week or that month? Because it's just like, that's what really, really matters. And I mean, I worked in finance for a bunch of years before we met and before we started with the brand. One of the biggest takeaways where I was like, like, this is my actual life, you know, this is, this is it. There's no like second chance. So if I'm just like waiting for things to happen, um, life is going to pass by. I mean, even, even that time in whole bush, um, I mean, it was seven years ago, right? It's, it's, well, it's relative, but it's, 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 it's a while. And like, even with the photo book that I now have, like the name is fleeting. And I mean, it's always been like a joke because I'm always saying like, like life is fleeting. You know, it's like a joke that I'm gonna, that I'm gonna say it. But, but the meaning is just like, life is such um, like series of moments that we just have to like, enjoy when they're there and let them go right because you cannot try to hold on to the good things and let go of the bad things and i mean both are gonna come i mean life is gonna happen whether you want it or not and it's just like taking it lightly in a way where not not lightly where you're like not not um you don't care about what's happening but just like embracing that that's life right like we're 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 not in control so I think that's what um, what I've been focusing on. And in the end, uh, something that you said that was like really important for me as well is that in the end, we choose the way we see life, right? I guess a lot of people's lives are like big tra tragedies in a way, like uh, something really bad can happen to you and then you can make the most of it or great things can be happening to you but you just build up pressure and you make them feel like they're they're not a uh, good thing so i guess it's just so so open and perspective is such a big big part of life where it's just like we have to make the most of it so i think i think that's what we what loose uh, like saw and why we connected and now it's something that we i mean now even more uh, now I'm trying to focus on, right? Just like keep it, keep it light. That's the way I, I, I say it now. And in that time, I was really like into reading and talking with people and let's do this or have you read that or things like that. And now I'm like more chill where I'm just like, I've read a bunch of books and nothing that I know is like absolute truth. I mean, maybe I'm wrong in some things and right at another and then... Um, People have different opinions and different ways of seeing life. But in the end, nobody's completely correct or completely wrong. So I'm just like trying to make the, make the most of it and just keep to myself in a nice way, right? Like yeah. just do, do your best every day and, and that's it, right? Like in the end, it's, I think it's like way more simple that we, that we, it's simpler that we think it is. So, I mean, I guess that will be in a big summary you know i mean i and hope that makes some sense that makes a lot of sense and when you say make it easier make it simple i mean that's an art right to simplify these kinds of things i mean it life is so big and everything that we experience like it it can feel so big and to simplify all those things that that it's an art, it's an art form, at least in my opinion, it's an art that everybody should practice, right? And if yeah, you don't practice it, yeah. 
there, there's this song called uh, Mount Bergs, or I don't know. Okay, I'm going to check, but I think it's called Wolf by Mount Bergs, or I'm going to send it to you. I think it's like one of my favorite songs because it just says how... Okay, so the song is called Bergs, and the, the guys that sing it, it's called Empty Wolf. And the whole purpose of that song is like this is just like really nice speech where it's just like life is so simple and we just complicate it ourselves. We really try really hard to make it complicated, which I mean, I understand why some people do it, right? Because it's like we make, we create the problem so we can create the solution and then be happy because we are like achieving life and which is like, okay, it, it's, it's, it's okay. But in the end, on the other side, you, you really look at it from like outside and just like, you're just making this whole thing up in a way. So it's okay. It is much more simple that we, that we, than we think. And, and I think also when we look back, it's really easy to see it, right? Maybe when I was, when we were in Holbosch, I had some things that I was thinking about were, were like really important. I was like, I had to do this or I had to do that. And then you move forward a few years and it's like, it wasn't that important, you know? I mean, even especially that trip, I have, I remember I left um, because there was like this event that we had and I was like, oh, this event is very important. I have to go back to Mexico City. And now looking back at it, I could have not, I could have been like, hey guys, I need somebody to do this. Uh, I'm going to be here for another week. Um, and that's it, right? And, and I didn't. And I still remember, I was like, you didn't have to go back. I mean, in the end, we had the event. It was great. Everything uh, went well. But I was like, it's never that uh, that important. And I mean that in a nice way, right? Like, not only what we live, but us, right? We always, of course, we are all living like the protagonist, right? We are always the main guy in the movie. And it's like, I mean, it's okay to feel that way because we we want to be, I mean, it's us, right? But in the end, it's like, we're all living that same movie and that same character. And, and it's just like, I mean, it's funny in, in a, in a way where it's like, it's not that important, but um, I, I, I say it's like in a nice way, like it's, it's more of a game than, than like life is harsh. Yeah. More play, more play is yeah. needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and something that you said that kind of stuck out with everything that you shared was that you were in this time and space in your life where you were like reading a lot and talking a lot and, and you were learning a lot, I'm sure. And it's super important, that, but that phase, you know, is, is easier to connect with and almost becomes more meaningful when we just start to embody the practices. Like there's only so much reading and learning you can do, but that's all in the mind anyway. So um, what helped you transition from that phase where you were learning and reading and talking a lot to then you said, then I just started living that way. And, and that to me is embodiment. So then you were making the practices just your every, everyday moments. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good point. Um, I guess there was just like this one day where I was like, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna it's gonna sound funny, but I got tired of listening to myself and not doing what I was saying. I was like, I remember in the back of my mind being like, "You need to stop talking about this because you're you're not fooling." I mean, 
you might be fooling one you might be fooling fooling everyone except yourself right like you're saying all these things that make you feel good because it's like oh this guy's like in the right path and then i i went into my when i was like with myself i was not living uh that reality that was that was not my my truth you know i was like really worried about a bunch of things um maybe not being the best uh to myself or like the people around me like really really close to me so so one day i was just like um like i tried to let it go and be like stop trying to to show everyone that you know and just like just do your part you know um so it was like i think it was a process of course i guess we all go through the phase right like we we see it then we're like this is life i mean i read this book called the power of now um And for me, it was like the first one where I was like, okay, I am not what my thoughts are. I, I'm like something separate. And for me, that was like a game changer. Um, and I got it and I bought like 10 copies and I was like, guys, everybody has to read this book. This is like going to change your life. And it was funny because all the people that I gave it to, they didn't enjoy it. They were like, um, like, what is this book? Like, I don't want to read this book now. Like, I'm not you. I mean... And even if you tell them like, oh, this is going to change your life, people are like even less receptive. So I was like, okay, okay, that that made some sense. And and it did take a bunch of years. I mean, I went to uh, not therapy where, where I was like with this like life guru for like three years and we got to talk a lot. And I think that was also one of the key moments because I really loved talking to her and seeing things. But after a few years, it got like a little bit repetitive. So it was like, I saw it was like my loop, you know, and I put these certain characters in my life with, um, I gave them like these roles and I was like, okay, this guy's doing this or this person's doing that. And eventually I was like, if I don't change uh, myself, I'm just going to carry on with this loop nonstop. So, so that's that. I mean, and I mean, even now, of course, it's easy for me to say like, yeah, now I live it, you know, but it's like, It's like such an every everyday thing that it's like it's it's. I mean, even when I stopped going with um, with like my life guru, I stopped meditating. I stopped doing the things that I that helped me. And after a few months, I was like back into my old way. So, so that was like also a reminder of just like it, it never stops, right? It's like a daily thing. So, so I guess I guess that's that's like a really important thing but it's because it's like even the most enlightened people are just like they have to take it day by day or like you lose yourself mm -hmm. it's funny yeah it's funny that you say that from the book of now because i actually remembered i came back to um uh, mexico city after that trip that we had in Olbush, and uh, i met up with you and ivan and we had dinner somewhere and you told me that you read this book and at that same time I was listening to that book so we talked a lot about that book in that moment I remember walking down the street and we also talked about that part that you just mentioned about being in your head and have the same thing the same revelations like fuck I'm, I understand so much but I actually don't feel it in my body you know like I need really need to work on getting this information also in my system and if I ever want to explain this to anyone else or teach it, I, I really need to understand how this works. So it's, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking the same moment that you were explaining me about that book, Walking Down a Street. Um, for me, what it, 
what it's interesting is like you made the shift right from your company. I don't know if you still have the company Bumble Life. You're you're actually like yeah in the middle I, of that I, still yeah. <laughs> but you are. Is that related to your photography photography too? Like that transition from letting everything go and it's like, hey, I don't I don't want to fool myself anymore. I'm just going to be me and do what I love to do. Well, I mean, that's an interesting, uh, that's very interesting, actually, because, I mean, during the seven years that I, I had, I've had Bamboo Life, uh, I didn't have a girlfriend, which in the end, uh, Bamboo Life became like my relationship, right? Like people talk, told me about their relationships and I was like, okay, this makes sense and I can relate, but the way I'm experiencing life with, with uh, my brand and it was a process because I had a company with my brothers and I was really trying really hard to make it work. And I was like, I was like in charge of it. And they were like my partners. And I was like, I need to be like the one that puts um, like puts us on the map or make, make this really, really amazing. And, and the last few years, we kind of like lost communication and lost touch. And I realized I was just like trying to to like do this thing with like my family where it was like not not the place and not the time like my brothers have like their own path and their own life and they have to like figure out for themselves and me trying to be like this person um was not going to help them so this year uh like after a really long time we we got new partners in and so like we did like this mix where now the the brand is like this new this whole new project in a way right so it's like much healthier i mean with my brothers i'm now more on the like brother relationship and not more like partners which which can be complicated so it has been a process because I, i didn't see it i was like maybe trying to hold on to them in a way or it's like this this relationship that was like really amazing at the beginning it got a little bit um toxic at the end because it's like, I guess like too much of something is not good. Um, so, so that was like one of the biggest lessons. And I think this whole, like the pandemic gave it, like shoved it in my face and I was like, okay, it's time to let go in a nice way. Right. Like we can relate in different ways now. And I'm super happy with that. And now the project is like, I feel like the whole project itself can like breathe again. And it's like, okay, let's, let's grow and and try just like bring it to a new face and with photography as well like i've been doing it for years and, and i really liked it it's something i guess I, I i wasn't like looking for it it just like happened and i'm when i'm in this place with my camera i feel like the need to take the pictures i'm like i have to do it uh, not because be, I just it's just like this feeling where i'm like yeah i have to take it and then share it and it's like it's a little bit like over me not me deciding it's just like part of me so i was like yeah i mean it makes sense when when it's kind of like uh, a calling uh, and i feel that way about photography and and even the book it's like just like trying to to put it out there right it's like uh i i did it now it's out there now i can share it and then I can move on, you know, maybe in one year I won't be taking photography anymore. Like I get it. And before I I was like holding on more to things. So I'm just like trying to like flow a little bit more. I was all 
before I always said that I was like flowing with life, but I was like really dictating the path the river was taking. So I was like, not, I was like, yeah, I will flow, but if the river goes exactly this way, right? So, so it's like, okay, you're not flowing at all. And now it's more like, okay, let's just like really let it go. So, so I mean, it's been, it's been a ride, but in the end, I'm just like grateful that my path of learning has been like such a nice one, you know, and, and I'm just like, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have any specific practices that you're, that you have in mind or that you want to share that support you or supported you with, okay, now I'm really letting go. Now I'm really going to let the river flow the way that it wants to flow and be like a log in the river almost like, is there a practice that brought you there or is it just like an awareness or? I think on, on that, the biggest thing for me was that um, most, a lot of the times I wasn't doing my best and things weren't going my way and I felt frustrated because I, I was like, I knew I could do more or, or that was, I, I was like, it's not happening. And I mean, now what I feel is just like, uh, I mean, it comes from, from this guy, from Kobe Bryant, the basketball player, where they ask him like, what if you lose the final game and you miss the shot, you know? And he's like, I'm okay with it because up to this point, I've done every single thing that I can. So if I miss it, there was nothing else I've, I could have done, right? So, so it, he's like, I'm not going to go regret it for the rest of my life because there's nothing more I, I can do. And for me, I guess when I came up on those like big moments and maybe I didn't make the shot, you know, metaphorically, uh, I was frustrated because I knew I could have done more. I was like, no, like you, you set yourself up for this. And because you were like afraid of failing, if you were like fully prepared. Right. So I was like, no, I didn't, I wasn't ready. So, so that, so now what I coming back to your question for me, letting go is the, it's doing my best and doing my best, putting it out there. I mean, with the book, it's, it's not, it's a good example because I did, the best with what I had and I did it now and now it's out there and it's like if, if, if it's if it, it's like a big success that's great if it's like well if it's already a success you know because I did the project but if it doesn't sell that well or maybe I'm like okay I can change some things I did my best and that maybe there's a lesson there and, and that's it right like like um, and that, I think that's what I mean that's what has helped me a lot to flow, right? Instead of like being um, like pushing it and, and trying to to really make things happen and be successful in a certain way, I'm just like, just do it. And just by doing it, that's the actual success. And the rest, the rest will come, right? And also I guess life life has shown me that, right? Like I always do things where I'm like, okay, this is the goal. This is why I have to do this. And I used to hold on to that. And most of the times I was looking this way and then this thing happened and, I, and looking back, it was like, this other thing is was what really matters. So uh, so that's what I've been working on. And I mean, I think it's still definitely a big uh, process in my life. I mean, I'm still working on it and, 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 and that's it, you know? And just like really trying to have 
peace of mind. I think that's like my biggest takeaway because I was also maybe traveling a lot and doing more than I should have at times. And now I'm just like, take it easy, do what you want to do, but don't risk your peace of mind for something outside. So I think that's also like a big takeaway of my life now. So beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, I love that. Life goes doing my best. And it's such a nice like relief almost too from the pressure of perfection. It's like yeah. your best is relative. So if you if you know your energy and you know your present moment circumstances. So if you are choosing the idea and the belief that it's your best in each moment, then yeah, it's all good, right? Yeah, yeah it's totally. self-love, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's self-love, that's self-acceptance too. I mean, it's just letting yourself be who you are in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and, enough. Yeah. And I guess uh, with that, uh, this year I've been really, I really been liking the, world's, uh, the word uh, selfish, where I'm like, I think we need to find, well, it's self-love. That's a word, right? But I'm like really selfish in the way where I'm like putting myself first because it's like, if I'm not okay, you're not going to be okay. So I have to go first and I know what's best for me is going to be the best for you. If I do something that's the best for you, but not for me, then it's not the best for both of us. So it's just like really taking that into consideration because I was like always putting other people first and it was like, it's not real, you know? And sometimes even you, I told myself like, yeah, I'm doing it because I'm like, super i'm such a nice guy but in the end it's like you're giving them the chance because maybe you're afraid of failing or you're afraid of take doing things on your own you know so it's like seeing that like the double side of how we perceive things it's been like such a huge thing so now i'm like let's be selfish in a nice way (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's exactly what rhyming is right because rhyming for us our company's name is rhyme and it's because it we are in constant con- in interaction with everything, right? With life, with ourselves. So we need to take in ourselves too, you know? Like we need to we need to consider ourselves for that interaction to work. So being selfish, that's that's a good advice. Yeah. In a nice way. <laughs> we need to find a word for nicely selfish, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just like re- reframe it. Selfish yeah. can be a good can be a good thing, right? I mean, totally. Let's let's make it a good word. Exactly. Yeah, and I think, and I hope, a lot of people in the last couple of years have had this same realization and awakening of like, let me take care of this because in the end, it trickles in and benefits so many, so many others. Yeah. Yeah. When I mean, you connect with yourself, you connect with others. I mean, this is like a logic response right of course it's like what what are you actually sharing with the people that are close to you like that's it you know i I mean i think that's like the biggest um takeaway from life it's like if this person crossed past his if his life crossed past paths with mine is his is his or her life better now and not like oh i i saved him no we're just like is it better because he met me or she met me? And I think that's like also like a really simple 
thing that we can take into everyday practice. Yeah, yeah that's so true. So how would you say that this conversation, how would you translate that to this conversation? You mean... What are you going to take away from this conversation? Well, I mean, I mean, one thing uh, for us having this uh, this conversation, it, me saying all the things that I've said brought them back to the top of my mind. You know, like it's not like I've, I'm thinking this all the time, and and just from that, when I hang up, I'm gonna be like, okay, I mean, you just talked about it, right? So at least you have to live it that way today, right? So I think that's important for me, where it's like. Uh, I'm like sharing in a way, but I'm like listening as well. And I'm like, okay, um, you've said it now, like bring it, bring it to the, to the present. And, and with you guys, I mean, hopefully something that I've said, is going to be like, okay, in the end, sometimes we, well, for me, like I felt I had to like, everybody had to hear what I said, or I had to make like a big impact. And now I'm just like, if one person that I talked to, is benefited from me being the way I am. I'm just like, that's it. That's, that's it. You know, I don't have to think in, in anything else. So I think that's, that would be, that would be um, uh, important. So, so yeah. Yeah. That's such a, that's such a rhyme philosophy. So that, yeah. We always talk about, there's not really a teacher and a learner, right? Like there's, we're just all exchanging information all the time. So when we can get out of these roles of like, I'm the teacher and I'm, I'm the student, you know, it's just like, no, it's actually just, if we're open and, and we're exchanging, that's just learning and, and recycling and, and rhyming all the time. So yeah. I know I'm really going to teach uh, at least one yoga class about um, your metaphor of, of water and truly letting go. So, um, so thank you for that. That's good. Really good stuff. Awesome. Th I mean, thank you guys. I'm, I'm super happy to be talking to you. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice to see you again. 